break down the game. It's break down of our show And welcome to episode 155, part one of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean, and there is no game called Breakdown. There is no game? You <laughs> no. sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It's Breakout. Oh, yeah. I remember that one. <laughs> yeah, Ed, Ed right now is fiddling with the uh, headphone jack because we're not really sure if... Uh, I, it's recording. It's, it's recording. We just we're, can't hear ourselves. We're like... You know, through our, our headphones. <laughs> so, hi, everybody. How you doing? Um, welcome to the show. As I said in the intro, this is the breakdown of the show that we do live on Sunday nights from AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio and those apps. So, yeah. So, um, here in part one, we catch up on what Ed and Sean's been doing all week. Yeah. yeah not a lot, of, to be honest. Um, I go on a rant about <laughs> the olden days <laughs> and how much things cost and realize I'm, I'm, I think I've skipped over my parent and become a grandparent. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and of course, we give you the top five box office office release, the, t- the top five box office numbers of the movies that are out this week. Yes, <laughs> people are strapping kids. It's going to be a bumpy ride. <laughs> and I give a, a movie review of the Maze Runner. Yeah, they were going, "Oh, the Maze Runner's been out for a while." Yeah, I know I'm a little late to the party, but it was something to watch today because I'm interested. In, you'll find out when you listen to, to the show. I'm not going to explain it all to you. You mean you know? Tuck you in bed and tell you a bedtime story while I'm at it? Yeah. Fuck you. Oh, that's my favorite. 48 hours and scene. <laughs> tell me a story. Fuck you. That's my favorite. Anyway. So, yeah, so sit back, relax, put your feet up, enjoy the show. We'll see you at the end. And welcome to Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Hi, Ed. Welcome to the show, Ed. Welcome to the show, Sean. (laughs) And welcome to everybody who's listening. Yes. Hi. Okay, so uh, my chair is a little uncomfortable. It's bouncing up and down. We're a little late because Sean had to go to the bathroom and turn from one thing into another real quick. (laughs) Forgot about all the hot sauce I've had over the last 24 hours. (laughs) I'd say there's a little stinging. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, so, uh, how was your weekend? I was pretty good, I have to say. Uh, you know, we, uh, I, you know, I, I finished Star Wars, uh, Rebels. Yes. So, you know, I could finally talk about the whole thing and, you know, give you a, a retrospect of the season one DVD Blu-ray version that came out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I said it was kind of for kids and I think they just figured you know at this point they're just going to turn it up a notch and, and make it more kind of adult oriented it's kind of like watching almost like a star wars film okay well, in a, in well a sense. let's let's slow down a little okay bit. because last week when you were talking about it you you felt like it was very childish like yes. not, not childish but very kind of kid friendly yeah um like and now your opinion has completely changed well it's it's not completely changed i mean it, it still has a kid theme to it you know you you it's 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 more of the fact like it's a struggle of the rebels and like more characters are now showing up on the scenes that you're used to from the original trilogy. Oh, okay. You know, like now we get to see Darth Vader right. for the first time. We got to see Lando uh, a couple times in the, in the series, um, and then uh, and and then of course like the the idea of it is kind of like like I said, it's kind of now like a Star Wars movie in a way. 
you know, and they leave like some old car like old characters from um, uh, Re- uh, Clone Wars are now in the series. Really? Yes, they brought back Ahsoka Tano, the uh, Padawan okay, right, of right, Anakin right. Skywalker, and of course she. If if I've mentioned it before, which I have, it might be a spoiler now, but of course at this point, if you if you haven't seen the show, I'm going to spoil it. She left the order. That was like the last show of the series. Right. She said, fuck you and everything about you in the Jedi Order. I'm out of here. Right. Drops her lightsaber, flips him the bird, and walks out. <laughs> Not that way. But... Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That, that's how I would have pictured it. <laughs> like, fuck you and your Jedi Order too. And Anakin, you're a douchebag. <laughs> Fucking kid killer. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It haven't happened yet, but I have a vision of the future. Mm, I hope you like your. I hope you like your food deep fried. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, she got accused at the end of this, end of season five. She got accused of a crime that she didn't commit, and of course, nobody was really believing her. And the whole republic wanted her on trial for it. The Jada Order was kind of like we're in a you know in a bind, and we have to kind of follow the republic because we don't want to be. We can't be rebels. Exactly, we can't be outcasts. You know, right. because there's a lot of animosity going between the republic. And we got, Jedi. We, the Jedi had to take it in the ass. Exactly. Uh-huh. So, of course, Anakin's the only one that actually stood by her through the whole time. Right. And then cleared her name right at the end. So they, of course, drummed her out of the, the order, the Jedi order. Get out! So now that they've you know, cleared her name, they oh, were... It's always like, oh, we're so sorry. Exactly. We were just following orders. You know, we can't have any disturbance in the Force. <laughs> well, yeah, more, more like, yeah. <laughs> no. So they wanted her back. So then, of course, she turned him down because... She said, fuck you and your you order, too. You didn't believe me. You know, I, I was telling you the truth the whole time. And now that you know, the truth came out. So that's that's how it ended. I mean, that's how the series kind of ended. And then the, the Lost episodes, she wasn't in it. You know, and you were kind of like, well, what happens to her? You were lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now she's back. So now you know. You know, of course, they haven't gotten into her backstory out of what happened to her. That's in season two coming up. Of course. So, you know, look forward to that, kids. But it was interesting because, like I said, it was it dealt with a lot of, you know, issues in terms of being a Jedi at the time of now the Jedi are gone. And there's only a few left. Or, you know, they, they as far as they could tell, just the two of them left. Ezra Britcher and... um. Ahsoka Tano. No, not Ahsoka. Uh, uh, Anakin. No, no, no. Obi Wan. No. Uh, Yoda. No, he was. He's in the show. <laughs> Zeb. Gosh, darn it! Not Zeb. Uh, uh, the guy, Freddie Prince Jr.'s character. I can't think of his name. Uh, um, 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 uh, Raiden or or Xenon or Fr- <laughs> Frodo. Um, um, Lucas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's his name, Ed? Yeah, Come on. I'm, I'm looking him up I, right I'm, now. I'm so into this show. Who's the lead guy? Uh, Freddie Prince Jr.'s character. Kanan. Kanan. Kanan Jazzers. Oh, yes. okay. So he, he's the Jedi, and of course, Ezra Bridger is the kid in the show. He's the Padawan. Oh, so, okay. So at the time, they thought they were the last two. Of course, now Ahsoka. She's not technically part of the Jedi Order. She got drummed out. Right. So, she was out? Yes. And she, then when they're like, no, no, we want you back in, she was like, fuck you and your order. <laughs> <laughs> in so many words yes <laughs> okay and now she comes back and she's kind of like a rebeler on herself like does she her hair all long and wildly she's got a couple tattoos say uh, you know i've lived on i lived life on my own as a renegade jedi and oh i've learned a few things or two about a thing or two and that's why i got this tattoo to track my arm <laughs> uh, well, me and my harley going across tatooine and hoth mm, yeah no <laughs> oh 
<laughs> the Zed Fine movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's in your head. <laughs> on, a, on a lone crusade across just me and my motorcycle solving murders for the police. <laughs> Using my Jedi knowledge for good. <laughs> The way you Jedi's refuse to do. That's that's the thing, though. I mean, like you know, like you get drummed out of the order. Like you still have all these abilities, you know. <laughs> like, right. it's, it's like... not. It's not like you know. It, I mean, it's not like oh, you know that that force thing that you could do. Yeah, we're taking that. <laughs> but I learned everything. No, no, I'm sorry, you gotta give it back. <laughs> but I can't. You know, midichlorians. Shh, we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing we do not talk about here in this Jedi order. But uh, yeah, you're not to turn in your lightsaber and your, uh, you know, your force pull. <laughs> can't turn that in. I can give you my lightsaber, but I can just make another one. But uh, okay, you're an outcast. Okay. Yes. So uh, they had some they had some extras in the DVD, which I loved because the Blu-ray. Sorry, not the DVD, the Blu-ray. Because oh, you got oh, look at you. The, that's you, the thing. You, you've got to be pay attention. The fact is that if you have a Blu-ray player and you figure, oh, it's a cartoon, I'm just going to get it on DVD. There is a few more features on the uh, Blu-ray versus the DVD that you don't get, so you you know you you might want to pick up the Blu-ray version because they talk about season two, oh. and one of the things that they talk about is Ahsoka and and her lightsabers that they're white instead of you know like the green or blue. Why they gotta be white <laughs> or purple? Why you gotta be why you gotta bring race in it? Color lightsabers. <laughs> My lightsaber's white. Why white order man? <laughs> Let me guess, white... Well, there's no affiliation with white. Oh, I was going to say. Right, because in one of the games, green is supposed to be for, like, uh, every uh, every color represents a different faction in the Jedi Order. Order, right. Either like a warrior or a healer or um, um, uh, upper class yachts. Yeah, like, like part of the council is one color versus... A warrior is another color, and then, of course, purple. I have no idea. I guess that's... Purple's just... just, No, because... What do you call it? Samuel Jack is a bad motherfucker. He's the only one who has purple. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, it was it was it was fascinating. I I, I can't wait for season two. I'm excited, and right. uh, you know, of course, I'm more excited for the movie coming out in December. But yeah, uh, who isn't right? I'm not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, there was a guy. You were like, I'm fixing my chair, but what? Wait, what? <laughs> of course, I am. <laughs> I can't wait. That's a movie I'm going to see at least at least twice. Yeah. Because you and I are going to go see it for the show, and I'm going to take Dad to go see it, and you know. Yeah, I know. I'm going to take with my my wife's going to go. I want to see it. Are, are we going to go see it in, in IMAX 3D? Of course. Yes. Like I said, I saw I saw the trailer in 3D uh-huh. on the Disney cruise ship I was in back in May, and I mean, just to see that 3D it was like. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> this is awesome. This is 3D. This is this is not the 3D that they've been feeding us for all these years. This is 3D. Like the the ship. I actually ducked. The ship came towards me, and I ducked. I when I walked out of there, I had Wookie hair on me. <laughs> <laughs> That's how 3D it is, folks. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> what else did you do this week? Uh, well, we saw a movie together. We uh, did? Yeah. Oh, what did we see? Uh, we saw Night and Day. That's right. The Tom Cruise, uh, Cameron Diaz joint. Joint. I, I saw in the theaters, and I obviously that's the reason why I had it on Blu-ray. I think it's one of those fun, quirky kind of like, you know, just turn your mind off. And it's it's Tom Cruise kind of do comedy action. Yeah. Something you never really get to see him do. Right. And you kind of, for me, for me, it was like, 
all right, that fucker could do almost anything. <laughs> almost anything. I mean, he was kind of funny, a little crazy, but it, he was kind of, I think, at that time, capitalizing on the craziness that was going on in his life. Right, and I, and I, and it was, it was, it was really. I mean, that was the thing. It was, it was, it's like an action movie, but there was enough comedy in it that makes you laugh. Like, there's a scene in there where they were in a in a uh, diner, and Cameron Diaz's character is talking to his fireman that she knows she used to date to try and like. You know, say like I need help. Played by Mark Lucas. Uh, those people who are Buffy fans, that was Riley. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so like you know, but he was he's kind of like going like oh you know like everybody has problems and you know, like and it's like are you not listening to me like people are after me like kind of thing and then of course Tom Cruise comes in and he and he ends up like taking her as a hostage and he goes if anybody follows us I'm gonna kill me and then I'm gonna kill her yeah. <laughs> and you're like wait what. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like hilarious to hear. Yeah. So. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Go pick that up at your. You can probably Netflix that or something. Yeah, it's an enjoyable movie. It's worth yeah. seeing. Anything else happening this weekend? Um, no, that's pretty much it. Right, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not grilling you. You're like, <laughs> did anything else? Just give me. Did I miss something? No. Like, tell you yeah, something. How I'm about like... this thing? Eh? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was just, you know, letting you, you know, making sure you got to exercise all your demons out there. I think there. so, yeah. All right. How about you? Uh, my week was kind of boring. I mean, other than work and video games, uh, Friday was kind of my get the fuck out of here kind of day. Like, <laughs> like the, oh, I have turned. I don't know when it happened, Ed, but I turned into that guy. <laughs> that guy who bitches about price about stuff. <laughs> okay, it starts off. We have to go back way, way. Let's go back. Let's go back earlier this year, Ed. <laughs> Time to go in the way back machine. It started in, in Valentine's Day. Yeah. My girlfriend said she wanted an edible arrangement. She loves chocolate. She loves pineapple. Yeah. So do I. It's one of her favorite fruits, right? All right. Edible arrangements has this chocolate dipped pineapple pieces in shape of, in shape of uh, like cupcakes. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I want that. So at the time, I was like, oh, well, they have this little sampler pack. It's like three, and it's like, you know, she's like, well, I don't want that one. I want this one. It's like this big, like, cupcake thing with chocolate-covered strawberries. And, and I'm like, I was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, she got real bratty about it. We joke about it. Yeah. Cause she, she's, she could be a real brat when she wants to be. And I'm like the only one that can go, no! You know? <laughs> so I was like... You have to be the adult in relationship. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> That's like, a sad state <laughs> of affairs, I'll tell when you. I'm the adult in our relationship. <laughs> So I was like, fine. So I go over to Edible Arrangements. And it, this is back around Valentine's Day, yeah. like just before Valentine's Day. So I'm like, oh, well, I'll get this for her for Valentine's Day. Aww. And, you know, like, Aww, uh, how nice. Yeah. So I uh, proceed to walk in and I go, hey, um, I would like to get, order this. You can't. Okay, well, that's not acceptable. I mean, I'm, I'm okay with that because I, I really, I'm, it's, it's fruit. Like, I, <laughs> no one should have to pay this much for fruit <laughs> at all. <laughs> I probably could cut up pineapples and dip them in chocolate way cheaper than what this was going to cost me, yeah. right? I'm like, but my, guy, my girlfriend's not going to accept that as an answer. Why? She's like, well, because it's Valentine's Day, and we, you know, this holiday, we only do certain things around certain times of year. Yeah. Valentine's Day, it's this particular brand of stuff. I'm like, I don't want any of that. No, they have the chocolate-covered pineapple. Well, I'm sorry. You can't have it. It's all chocolate-covered strawberries. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah. You know? So I let her know, and she's like all pissy about it. I'm like, it's not my fault. Go bitch edibles arrangements. Like, yeah. Um, but I'm sitting there going, all right. So now that's February. Her birthday's coming up at okay. the end of the end of the month. All right. And what does she bring back up? 
edible arrangements. <laughs> because she's been periodically dropping hints between then and now that that's what she wants for her birthday. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh. all righty. Okay. I'll, I'll get it. You know, like, I love you. I want you to be happy. Despite all of the, you know, I like, fine. Like, whatever. So I go to edible arrangements again this time. They have it, but they have three sizes. Small, medium, large. And, of course, they have only the lo- Every time I try Googling what this thing's going to look like, mm. because I got the small. Because I'm going to tell you right now, Ed, it costs $74. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look at the look. My eyes just popped out of my head. Wait, wait. It is for uh, the small. For the small. It's, fi- it's, 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 it's 59 bucks plus $14 for shipping and handling. Wow. Now, keep that in mind. Like, it's not, it's not they're not going to do it there. And they're going to, they actually have a, a, an edible arrangements close by where she works. Yeah. So they're just going to drive it from there to where she works. That's the delivery fee, right? <laughs> $14 for that. So it's roughly 73 bucks. 24, I think. Yeah. And I'm like, and I have no idea what this thing's going to look like. It could be one big pineapple, one chocolate covered strawberry. Because she's like, well, this is what I want. It's always been the large. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not getting you to love. I love you, and I love you immensely. I love you to the moon and back, to infinity and Batman beyond, but it's fruit. <laughs> I, I I roughly spent $75 in fruit <laughs> that I am not going to eat. <laughs> and that I, I told her, I was like, look, I don't know what this is going to look like because I have no picture of reference. I see the large, and it, that was like 100 bucks. I'm like, no way. I, again, $100 worth of fruit? That could feed a small third world country. <laughs> $100, not the fruit. Well, I mean, I could buy $100 worth of fruit in the grocery market, grocery yeah. store, and it'd be a lot more than probably we're getting that, that edible arrangement thing. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know, I love her. It's fine. But still, I was kind of, I was already kind of grumbling about, you know, like, I don't even know what it looks like, and it's going to be on the 29th, and... And she better like it because if I don't, she doesn't like it, she's gonna. Because she, she's the kind of person that if she doesn't like something, she's very vocal about it. You know, she's never been dis, She's never been that way towards me. But I know from <laughs> from previous conversations, previous conversations that when she doesn't like something, she will definitely. She's Texan, yeah. so she's got that Texas fire. Like she, bam, she'll go from zero to a hundred in a blink of an eye. Right. In a Texas second, Ed. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, well. You know, I, I'm like, my fingers are crossed that I hope, you know, but I'm still kind of, there's that, that thing gnawing in my gut where I'm going, I can't believe I spent almost $100 on fucking fruit. I love her, <laughs> but come on. Like, uh, you know, so, but then. You could have bought her, you could have bought her a video game and spent I, less money. Exactly. And that would have got hours of enjoyment over and over again. And you would have accomplished something. It wouldn't be like two hours later, you're sitting on the toilet going, yep, that was money well spent. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't figure that. But uh, I, you know, I'm like, you. That's going to be done because it's it's going to her work. So you know, so all the coworkers go, "Oh my god, he that is so gorgeous." You are so lucky because I like making her friends jealous. Yeah, because I'm awesome. Okay. All right. Wait. <laughs> Are you done? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, seriously. All right. Rule go. three. All right. Okay. Um. 
So, uh, so uh, you know, obviously they'll show up and it'll be like, oh my God, you're right, so yeah. great. You finally got it. Because I know she's, <laughs> everyone talks about it. Right. You finally got it. Yeah. And I'm just hoping, I'm hoping against all hope that it's satisfactory to her bratty needs. Okay. You know, because if it's not, I'm never going to hear the end of it. <laughs> And then all her friends, and all her friends will be like, "Oh well, he's not as perfect as you think he is now, is he?" Like, you know, <laughs> it's gonna be one. Pineapple. That's what I'm afraid of. It's gonna be like like a, a one pineapple cupcake dipped in chocolate, and one chocolate covered strawberry, and a couple of grapes, and a card that says, "Yeah, happy birthday." You know? <laughs> I've never seen green pineapple before. Exactly. Oh wow, we pineapple. got a pineapple, so we got a melon. We got kiwi. <laughs> So I'm like, all right. So that was kind of like my morning. Yeah. Then I also, my car went into the shop recently. I have, my, my car had a habit for a little while because of the neighborhood I live in. Mm. My hubcaps were getting stolen. Not all at once, mind you. Like one at a time. <laughs> just one. And then like another one. And all of a sudden, I, when I was down to just one, I just took it off and threw it in the trunk. I was like, fuck you, you're never having it. <laughs> you so, can't have the set. You can't have the set. You know. Um. So um. My car went in for like an, a pre-inspection because I'm doing like a, a, um, a my, road trip. A road trip coming up in the beginning of October. You know, girlfriend's coming up. We're gonna go to uh, the Pen- Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair. Mm. And I live with my dad, and my dad's always you know car. He's a car guy, so he's always like, "Well, let me take the car into work because he works for a car dealership. Mm. Let me make sure that it's up to spec, that the tires are okay, the brakes are okay." You know, not counting the fact that my car is up for an inspection in October anyway. Yeah. So it's like, well. It's just, all right, I'm like, whatever. So we go, he takes my car, we swap cars for the day, and he comes home, and he's like, look, you need to get hubcaps. And I'm like, what? He's like, apparently, because I've had my, I've had just, my car been hubcapless for right. quite just a few, rims, yeah. for, for a while, the lug nuts for the tires have kind of got rusted tight. So like the guy when he said he had to crack them open with a sledgehammer and a pry bar, pretty much, he's like, if you got, you know, hubcaps, it would prevent that. Right. It would, it would, you know, so my dad's like, go get a pair of, you know, hubcaps. And I'm like, all right. You know, I'm like kind of, you know, yeah. about it. And and I wanted to get a steering wheel cover, too, because I got this nice little ding in my steering wheel. So I was like, okay, I'll, you know, but I'm all real, I'm looking at steering wheel covers, and I'm always real picky. I'm like, well, do I get the Star Wars one? <laughs> Is there a Batman one? I see a, I see a Jack Skeleton. But I, as much as I love Nightmare Before Christmas, I don't know if I could drive around all year round with my car. <laughs> Yeah, there's there's the Darth Vader one. There's I'm like trying to feel you know, like I'm trying. I can't and then I'm like I can't just I can't decide on which one I want to get. So I'm like and I know that that's like 15 bucks. I'm yeah. like uh, you know I don't. It's not a desperate need of it. So I'm like yeah whatever you know. <laughs> but I go get hubcaps and I'll go to Pep Boys and I'm looking at the hubcaps and I find one for my size for my size of my wheels mm. and I grab it and I'm. I'm completely oblivious to what the price of it is. Okay. Because I don't know. I'm like, they're plastic. Yeah. Like a hard plastic. I'm like, all right, how how fucking expensive can this be? It was a little over 50 bucks. For a set? For a set. Okay. You know what? I am. Apparently, this is where, you know, because I told, and I was like, you guys like, yeah, it's like 53 some dollars. You know, I'm like, uh, uh, okay. You know, like this, it's highway robbery. <laughs> it's fucking plastic on a useless piece of the car. <laughs> It's hubcaps. <laughs> Something that I'm like, it probably won't even survive this this pothole weather. Yeah. Because, you know, come wintertime, it becomes pothole central in Philadelphia. So it'd be like, ding, ding, crack. <laughs> <laughs> the 
There goes that. There goes that fifty. Wow, there goes fifty divided by fifty-three divided by four. Well, there's one fourth of that price, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I put them on, and I'm like, you know, like whatever. And I'm driving around, and, and then I'm like driving around, but now I'm driving like real slow, making sure I'm actually kind of like, I'm like. God, I hope I don't hit a puddle. I, 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 every time I hit a bump, I flinch. I'm like, oh, God, please don't fly off. Like, you know. And I was just like, uh, so I, you know, I told Dad. I was like, I got the hubcaps. He's like, yeah, the car looks really good with them. I'm like, thanks. He's like, what's wrong? I'm like, they're 53 fucking dollars. He's like, really? That's all? I was expecting you were going to spend like 100 bucks on this. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like. I could have told you were going to spend at least that because you know, I work at the car business. <laughs> and obviously, by judging by your reaction, I'm the only one shocked by that. <laughs> well, I went, I had a, a an, another car this year, years ago, right? Uh, I lost a hubcap basically because of pothole weather. Yeah. And I'm the kind of guy that, like, you know, I need, I need it to look right. Like, I don't want to have, like, a missing hubcap. I'm right. not those kind of guys. I like to make it look nice. So. I ended up going. There used to be a guy on Grand Avenue that used to find old <laughs> hubcaps. Fucker probably has a couple of mine. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably got the three. Yeah, <laughs> I got three of them. I probably could have gotten cheaper from him. <laughs> I mean, no, he, he like because he changes. He change, I think he charges like five to eight bucks depending on the size of the tire. Right, you right. Know, for it. And uh, and he's like he's like no nah, I don't I don't have that because it was a Saturn SL2. It was like one of those little small cars. Right. And he's like you're better off just going to Pet Boys. And getting a set, and I'm like, okay. So I want. I I looked at my tire, and I saw one that looked like pretty close to it. So I'm thinking, I'm just gonna get the one. Yeah, you know, figure because they had them individually as well. So I picked it up. It was twenty bucks. I'm like, for one is twenty dollars. I mean, like, yeah. if I did a set like of individual, that's eighty dollars for I, I, for plastic. Crazy. So I mean, then, so then it was a, a set for forty dollars. Right. So I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna buy the set. It's you know, it's cheaper. Cheaper, yeah. yeah. It's cheaper to keep them. <laughs> <laughs> I was so annoyed, and like, so that like b- between those two purchases, my Friday was consisted of I'm not spending that money for that. <laughs> like, because I was supposed like because I, I wanted to get the the uh, steering wheel cover. I'm like, fuck that. I'm not spending fifteen dollars on a cover. I, I can live with it. Like, I, become, I became like I almost said I became my mother. No, you don't need it. You can you can live without it. <laughs> and like the rest of the day, anytime I want to go, like I was gonna go over to Best Buy because um they had a sale season ten of Supernaturals out. Yeah, they were selling it for thirty bucks, and I'm like, no, nah, I don't fucking need it. Like, uh, you know? and then I you know the only thing I did pay for was that to take Destiny to take King is coming out. So I paid that off, but even still, I was kind of grumbling about it. I was like, "Stupid fucking video game!" You know, I was like, all day Friday, I was that guy. I was my mother going, "You don't, you can live without it. You're not paying that much for that." I'm like, oh. everywhere I went, every time I was like, oh, "Let me get something to eat." Five. No, I'm not paying for that. Like it was. I wound up just going home and just kind of going. I'm not. I'm not leaving this house. I'm not. I'm just not. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna play some Disney Infinity and I'm just gonna enjoy life. You know. Look at me. I'm saving the galaxy for free. <laughs> like fuck you. <laughs> like you know. You don't see the Millennium Falcon need a new pair of hubcaps, do you? No. <laughs> Princess Leia's not asking for edible arrangements. No. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine someone explaining that to Princess Leia? She's you're like, you're not getting all the riches. What's that? Oh, they told this room. Oh, that sounds interesting. I want that now. <laughs> no. I'm a princess, goddammit. 
don't care. <laughs> not getting it. <laughs> I don't care, you princess. Princess is what? Alderaan. I don't see it around here, do you? <laughs> you're, you're a princess to a kingdom of one. You. <laughs> that just makes you a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but you can make the castle run in 12 parsecs. Why can't you go get an edible arrangement? It's 75 fucking dollars for fruit. <laughs> I can get chewy to grow you something. And that'll last a lot longer. Because <laughs> they grow shit big. <laughs> uh, that's the real reason for the trade federation they had was edible arrangements. <laughs> that's what caused the that's demise. That's what caused the demise of the, of the rebellion. <laughs> uh, the public senate <laughs> yeah so that was my friday yeah the rest of the week was like i said just kind of ups and downs normal normal life shit i uh i've been catching up on ncis los angeles because i finished ncis the regular one mm-hmm. um i did pick up earlier in the week uh uh elementary <laughs> season three haven't started that yet you know so uh that's kind of my life has been filled with just TV and video games and grumbling about the cost of things. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're going to see me in a robe on the lawn going, you kids just don't know how it was back when I was your age. You used to, I used to have to go to school up to the toys uphill and there's no. You kids go for nothing. You used to... Pieces cost 50 cents for one. And we were, we were fortunate. We didn't cut them into little pineapple looking shapes. Just me chocolate, even though that sounds really good. We, just, we had them out of our own chocolate. You kids today got it easy. <laughs> you can go to a shop and get yourself chocolate dipped pineapple things. And no, back in my day, we, had, we wanted pineapples, we had to grow pineapples. We had to go to California and grow them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I became an old, old man. Uh. <laughs> so I also did see a movie this weekend too. Did you? I didn't see a movie like in the theaters. Actually, it was a movie that was in theaters that's now out on cable. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All because there's a movie. The sequel's coming out, I think, next week. Um, it's, are you looking where pineapples grow? That's right. <laughs> where do they grow? I think they grow in Hawaii. South America. South America. And the origin between Brazil and Paraguay. Okay. We go Paraguay to grow our own pineapples. <laughs> and we were lucky, too, because we had to walk the whole way. <laughs> we used to walk there to get Paraguay, and we used to you know, make our pineapples. Then wait for them to grow, and wait for them to ripen up, and then we had to go pick them. <laughs> Then we had to cut them, and then we cut them wrong. We had to start over again. But we couldn't cut them until we got back home. So we walked all the way back home, and then I cut them. And if I made a mistake, I'd walk all the way back to Paraguay. And I was happy. <laughs> Philippines and Hawaii it was introduced in the 19th century okay. in Hawaii, so yes. Okay, so I could have gone to Hawaii. Yes. <laughs> I like Paraguay better. Hey, go to Paraguay. You got him, kids today. You don't know what it's like to have to go to Paraguay for your pineapples. <laughs> <laughs> just get them in stores. So fancy now you dip them in chocolate. You don't even use the old pineapple. You just cut out a cupcake sheet, dip them in chocolate, and then you sell them for a bunch of money. That's not, that's not hard work. I take it the easy way. 
Mas sério, cara. Mas eu pego. Sorry, não again. Oh, It'll be rain. I was heavy about it too. You gosh darn kid by humbug. I'm <laughs> getting my own man just in time for Christmas. <laughs> anyway, so I was watching. Uh, I was I watched the Maze Runner today. Okay. Oh, now the Maze Runner is a. Is, uh, I think it's it's based off of uh, one of those like hey Hunger Games kind of kid books, teenage mm. angsty kind of movies uh-huh <coughs> where kid wakes up he's in the middle of fields a little bit of lord of the flies a little bit of a uh, you know of, of the maze runner <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't bad it was, it was the uh yeah the scorch trials is coming up next yes uh, the movie i think it's coming out this week uh i don't know well, all right i'm just looking up uh, maze runner and see what it's about okay it's about two hours <laughs> But I'm on a piece of paper. <laughs> you want to read the synopsis? Right? Thomas is deposited in a community of boys after his mem- memory is erased. Soon learning that they're trapped in a maze that require him to join forces with fellow runners for a shot to an escape. Yeah. It was pretty good. I mean, I, like when it came out, I, it looked interesting, uh-huh. and I was like, okay, I kind of want to see that. But there was other stuff out at the time, and I was like, I don't know if I'm really gonna like it because you know, I'm, I'm. It looked good, but I'm like, yeah, whatever. But my sister, I, the sequel's coming out. Yeah, yeah, because it says this is the Maze Runner is the first book in a young adult post-apocalyptic dystopian science fiction trilogy in the same name by James Dashner. Yeah. So, uh, like they said, the Scorch Trials comes out, I think, this week. If not, it's coming out this month. I know that. Right. And I was like, the guy who plays Littlefinger in Game of Thrones is in it. And I'm like, I like that guy. And I'm one of those people that if you like an actor, you should support the things they do. Right. So you go and see some of the movies that they're in to kind of, and pay to see those movies. Because, you know, if that movie's a hit, that person will get more work and you get to see them more often. Exactly. You know, so I'm like, all right, I kind of want to see it. Mm-hmm. But I need to see the first one. You know, right. Um, so earlier this week, I noticed my sister was watching it. So I was like, oh, let me know how it was. And she was like, it was really good. I'm like, all right, I trust my sister's opinion sometimes. So I'll, <laughs> I'll you know, so dad and I, we we, pay, we didn't pay-per-view it. We uh, on demand it because it's yeah. on HBO. And it was really, really good. Like I was, it had like this whole like, oh, shocker of an ending. Because I know, even though I know it's like three parts, mm-hmm. you know, it's a series of books. It still had that it had that great movie ending where you're just kind of like, oh, I hope they come out with a sequel because I don't think it did well in the I don't think the first movie did well in the theaters. No, well, so, I don't know. I, I'm just I just it's coming out September 17th is the Thursday. Okay, so, so for us, this next weekend coming out. Okay, so this weekend. Yep. Um, so I'm I'm probably going to see that. Either, well, no, actually, I'm probably going to see Black Mass first, mm-hmm. the Johnny Depp, um, you know, um, Woody Bulger movie. Yeah. Because I really want to see that. Because I think that I think that's going to be an Oscar contender. Saying that now, Ed. Wow. Saying that now, I think Johnny Depp might win his first Oscar. Oscar. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm putting it out there. I'm putting it out there in space. You're already. You're already predicting. Yes. From my mouth to the Academy's ears. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they listen to us. Yeah, what they do. You know, we are. Yeah, we do have our finger on the pulse of uh, the movie community, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, uh, that was uh, so. 
I, I hopefully I'll go see that. But I also, well, you know what? It did really well actually. It made a it had a thirty four thirty four million dollar budget, the first movie. Yeah, and it made three hundred forty five point five million. So it did oh, really that's well. a hit. That's enough yeah. to warrant a sequel. Yes. So then you'll probably I'll probably be able to get the Maze Runner trilogy when it comes out in Blu ray. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all right. Um, I also I also did a little bit of reading this weekend. Oh. I finished. I not only did I finish one book, but I started another book. Get out. I, all right. He'll <laughs> be doing the show by himself. <laughs> okay, talk to yourself, Ed. <laughs> um, I finished Ready Player One. Uh-huh. Um, let, me, let me get some information. It's basically, it's a story. We talked about it on the show about yeah, them. Spielberg's going to Spielberg's trying to get um, a movie made by it. A movie made about it. Right, exactly. Yeah, he's trying to get Gene Wilder to play Holiday. Yes. And I think I explained it back. It's about a guy who loves video games. He's also a millionaire. A billion, he owns a mansion and a yacht. You know, his name is Elmer J. Fudd. You know, <laughs> really? Yeah, his name is Elmer J. Fudd. He's a millionaire. And he owns a mansion and a yacht. <laughs> no, his name is Holiday, <laughs> and him and his and his buddy <laughs> made it. Well, he just, <laughs> he's a millionaire. No. Bugs Bunny, remember that joke? <laughs> My name is Elmo J. Fudd. I'm a millionaire and I own a mansion in a yacht. Don't you remember that cartoon? <laughs> no, I don't. Wow. I remember Elmo J. Fudd, but I remember him being yeah. a millionaire with a mansion yeah. in a yacht. Yeah, there was a whole a whole cartoon. Bugs Bunny, um, my name is Elmo J. Fudd. I'm a millionaire. I'm, I'm a millionaire and I own a mansion in a yacht. <laughs> oh, way to derail the show, Ed, on your, on your lack of Bugs Bunny knowledge. <laughs> I know he was a hunter, always hunting Bugs Bunny. But th- not all the time. One of the was one of the Chuck Jones cartoons where he had um, um, Elmer as a millionaire, and he was you know all like, "Hey, I'm a millionaire and I own a mansion in a yacht." And then Bugs Bunny was like across the way and he was being loud and obnoxious and he was trying to get. Oh, all right, there you go. See, yes. <laughs> my name is Elmer J. Fudd. I'm a millionaire and I own a mansion in a yacht. Continue. Anyway, so the book was really good. It kind of, I didn't really like the way it ended, like yeah. to be honest. It ended with kind of like a, you know, like that, not finality, but I was kind of hoping for like a little more of an of an epilogue. But <laughs> it ended with like, if you play too many video games, stop. <laughs> Son of a bitch! What a worst book you know ever. What? Almost, honestly, it was almost <laughs> like this because the whole time they're in this this you know virtual world called the Oasis. And they were trying to find this this Easter egg, and there's bad guys, and what? You hold that Easter egg real yeah, tight. Yeah, yeah. I want an Easter egg. I want an Easter egg. I want an Easter egg. I want an Easter rabbit. Hooray. Happy Easter rabbit. Hooray. I want an Easter rabbit. Hooray. I'm loony toony, touched in the head. This whole thing is loony. I should have stood in bed. Sorry. Great. It's going to be like, hey, welcome to Geeksters. Your your contact for Warner Brothers cartoon segues. <laughs> what are these days? What are these days? What are these days? <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Sure, 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 sure. Hey, Grandma! <laughs> what all the big eyes for you? You have? Yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Anyway. So, so, like, you know, there's this big, like, you know, big fight at the end. You know, our hero wins and blah, blah, blah. But it kind of ends up where he gets the, you know, it's one of those like happy where the you not only does he win, but he, he he you know gets the girl at the end, and at the end he's like you know what, and he's sitting there with the girl. So I'm spoiling the ending, but it was just like <laughs> you know it's gonna be a happy ending. But it was just like oh, and I don't feel like logging in. I you know being right here, seeing her face to face for the first time, and being in love with her. I don't. I never feel the urge to log in ever again. And I'm like, 
but that's it? <laughs> like, like what happened to the bad guy? The bad guy gets captured and he's getting carted off. I was, I was wanting to see, like, I was kind of hoping for like a little bit of a denouement with the 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 bad guy. Yeah, you know, but no. So you get none of that. But it was a good book. I mean, I highly recommend, especially if you're if if you're our age and middle aged, because it definitely it goes back to video games of the seventies, the eighties, and movies. Very very nostalgia as far as the eighties go. Pac-Man fever. Uh, believe it or not, there is. Fever. There is a there's well there's not actually there is a Pac-Man fever line in there too. <laughs> because you're in this virtual world and our hero comes across a Pac uh, a Pac-Man machine and he ha- he is tries to beat the perfect game and he plays and as as he wins you hear Pac-Man fever playing off in the background because it's all computer yeah. generated. So who he, the person who created that level that was like a new thing. Oh my God, you won the, the, the Pac-Man fever. You know, that kind of, yeah. and I'm like, it was cute. And the book was really good. It, it kept my interest. Cause very, like I've been starting and stopping books lately. Mm. Cause none of them have really been able to hold my interest, but this one ha- kept me interested from beginning to end. And I was like, all right, I'm in. I'm, I was like, all right. I also wanted to read it too, because if Spielberg does make a movie out of it, I gotta be honest. I don't think he's going to do it. Really? Yeah, because I don't know. Spielberg lately has been doing the High Road Marl movies. He, when was the last time Steven Spielberg made a feel-good movie? E.T.? <laughs> Close Encounters? <laughs> Jaws? <laughs> you know? I'm waiting for a feel-good movie. <laughs> exactly. Like Schindler's List? Schindler's List. Um, recall it. Saving Private Ryan. Uh, War of the Worlds definitely wasn't a feel-good of anything. <laughs> I mean, he hasn't really done anything as far as... Indiana Jones 4. Exactly my point. <laughs> Would you call that a fun movie? I had fun fun racking it. I mean, don't get me wrong. But I meant there was his movies haven't had that sense of wonder and like oh like like that, that to pull out the child in you. Yeah, you know. And this book is definitely very nostalgia heavy as far as hey, remember War Games? How great! Like, and I'm also thinking too, like. The references that are in this book, yeah, that's going to be a lot of money to get the rights to actually do. Like, you're going to have to get the Pac-Man rights. You're going to have to get like you know Mario Brother rights and and War Games and um, there wasn't a Back to the Future. Like other older olden time movies, Muddy Python and the Holy Grail. Right. You know, you're going to need the okay to kind of use those movies in this movie because it references those other movies. Mm-hmm. So you're like, you see, you're looking. Hey, you yeah, I'm looking for a yeah. yeah, try to get one of those, like, hey, one of those action-adventure, like, whimsical kind of grand-scale fantasy movies. <laughs> huh? Yeah, you're scrolling a lot there, pal, aren't you? <laughs> huh? uh, what do you got there? Real, well, he's executive producer of Real Steel now. He, uh, okay. I'm uh, talking about something he directed. He directed. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I'm, I'm looking. These are all producer because I'm going to find Yeah, because he's doing a lot of producing. Well, you can just yeah, you click on the director. director. Fifty-five credits, director. All right. Okay. Uh, so Here we actually Ready Player One. That's pre-production. Post-production. Post-production. Okay. So it means it means it's done. Yeah. It's they're just doing the thing. All right. What else you got there? Um, Jurassic Park. Uh, yeah, that was late nine, early nineties, dude. Hook. Again. Are you, are you, are you want something more recent? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, no, no. Like, what was the last movie that he did? The last movie that he did that's finished that was out in the theater was Lincoln. Okay. That I would not consider whimsical or cheerful whatsoever. Uh, War Horse? Uh, no. Again, 
It's a horse. The Adventures of Tintin? Okay, maybe. That's maybe, a... maybe. All right, all okay, right. Okay, okay. Uh, he's got that one. The, uh, what the, year uh, was that, though? That was uh, 2011. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Five years ago. And then he did a documentary short called The Timeless Call. And then after, before that was Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. All right. And then before that was Munich. Yeah, that's not, I would not call that an, a uh, no. comedic romp of uh, sci-fi. It's it's not a sci-fi swashbuckling movie. Uh, War of the Worlds, of course you said, you know, uh, The Terminal, which uh, I think it's just that Tom Hanks movie. Yeah, where he spends his whole day, guess where? In, a, in an airport. Yep. Then it was Catch Me If You Can in 2002. Minority Report in 2002. Okay, okay, stop right there. Minority okay. Report would be probably the only thing that comes close to Ready Player One. Because it's set in the future. Um, it's virtual reality stuff. Mm. So how old was that movie? How uh, Minority Report was 2002. Okay, so you're looking at a 14, 15-year-old movie? 13. 13. Eh, by the time Ready Player One comes out, yeah, it'll be you know 14 years probably. Um, so I'm just like, I'm actually surprised. I gotta be honest. I'm curious to see now how it's going to be. Cause to me, like, well, actually it'd be, yeah, we were right. Cause it's 2017 that this is coming out. It's coming out in 2017. So yeah. Yeah, look at me. Yeah. Look at me. Ed. Here back in my day, we did basic math. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I still show my faculties. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was just like, I, I'm, I'll be interested to see him. I would love Spielberg to get back to the, you know, the, wide-eyed fantasy Spielberg rather than the saving Private Ryan Spielberg. I'm, I'm not saying he's a, you know, his movies go down, downhill. They're still all great movies, but I really want to be able to walk into a Spielberg movie and then walk out going, oh my God, that that threw me back to my childhood. Like That all, was a all, magical moment. Yeah, yeah, it was like Close Encounters of the Third Kind good or E.T. good, you know, before they digitally took out the shotguns. <laughs> <laughs> Something that he finally admitted was a stupid idea, you know? <laughs> so, uh, I mean, and then I, after I finished that one, I had another book all in the ready. It, it's called um, The Riddler's Gambit. It is a prequel book to Arkham Knight. Okay. It takes place between after the death of Joker and before Arkham Knight. It's about the Riddler. Okay. You know, he's, you know, he's got the big... I just started it, so I can't really give you much about it, except the Riddler has decided to... Fuck with Batman as always, mm. you know, and uh, you know his like his whatever his evil plan is because I have yet to got to that point because I'm in chapter three, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, but it does have like these nice little like right before a chapter they have like a news article, you know, it's supposed to be like from Gotham City and one guy's like I thank God the Joker's dead because I hate the Batman he brings out the freaks blah 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 we don't need him anymore Rawr! and then the next article is written by somebody else going. Uh, Batman was seen reported talking to, you know, going into Commissioner Gordon's office the other day. What about, they're talking about, we don't know, but we have known that there's been recent murder. Are the two tied? Tune into your local news to find out, you know. Uh-huh. And then between, you know, that's, you know, that those little blurbs, and then there's the chapter of, like, you know, Bruce being all, like, uh, he there's a sense of loss in his life because Joker's dead, and he's, you know, the, 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 the relative calm of the city is making him uneasy, then all of a sudden there's a murder that, that's, you know, killed an arrow. So he, now all of a sudden he's kind of like, well, we need to find out what this is because there's supposed to be more. And mm. it sounds like the Riddler is involved. And you're like, okay, we're, we're on an adventure. <laughs> so, yeah. But it, it's pretty good. I mean, it's three chapters in. I'm like, right, I'm in. It's only like 250 pages. Yeah. Because it's not really, it's, you know, a digital book. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm in for the ride. Yeah. And then I think uh, the next book I'm probably going to read after that is 
I think this month the latest issue, the latest book of the Geekomancy series comes out, which I'll you know I'll talk about that when the book comes out. Okay. Yeah, but other than that, that was kind of. But from literary work, from literary images to visual images, what do we have in your top five, Ed? All oh, right. Segway. The number five movie was the number five movie last week. Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation. It made four point one five million over the weekend and one hundred eighty-eight point one overall in the seven weeks in release. All right. Okay. Uh, one hundred fifty million dollar budget, so it did real well. Uh, it did a lot better than everyone expected. All right. Number four does a fall from number three. Walk in the Woods. It made four point six million over the weekend and nineteen point eight overall in the two weeks release. Okay, I, guess. I have no budget for that, so I don't know. But uh, all right, uh, number three was the number one movie last week. It was War Room. It made seven point four million over the weekend and thirty nine point one overall in three weeks. So it's it's a success because has a three million dollar budget. Yeah, so. it's one of those like the Passion of the Christ budgets, and every Catholic person went to go see it. Yeah. The number two movie was a new release, The Visit. It made twenty five point six million over the weekend. That's that kooky movie by him, that Shyamalan, where it's like, "Hey, come over to Grandma's house," and Grandma's like, yeah. "Come over, I need you to get something from the oven." Who fucking falls for that line? <laughs> and then the little girl goes over, and Grandma shoves her in. Well, well, you're gonna see The Visit too, probably because the budget was only five million dollars. How much did it make? Twenty five point six. The visit to to Grandma's house we go. go. <laughs> All right. And number one was another new release, The Perfect Guy. It made 26.7, so it was a close, tight race. And uh, What was the budget? The budget was $12 million. All so right, it so over doubled. Yeah, so we're going to see The Perfect Guy, too. <laughs> the second perfect guy. <laughs> um, I, 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 I've seen the trailer for this. Yeah. And it is a movie that has been done to death. Not only a movie that's been done to death, TV shows have been done to death. I don't know if you have you seen the trailer for, for the Perfect Guy. Yeah. Yes, I have. It's and the, I'm like, it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's so generic. You're like, he, uh, you know, I could fit this in any show, and I could give you a character, and you'd be like, yep, he did it, or he did he, it. Here's the premise for those people who don't know: uh, girl, boyfriend, girlfriend, they're in love, blah blah blah. They're have a rocky relationship, and she decides to, you know, they break up. Then she meets this new guy. This new guy seems to be the perfect guy. Says the right things, does the right things, blah, blah, blah. Quickly falls in love with the man. And then he turns evil. He basically becomes obsessive with her, abusive towards her. If another guy talks to her, he, you know, he punches the guy in the face. It's very Fifty Shades of Grey-esque, you know, like the whole dom... dom I mean, people are going, it's not at all like Fifty Shades. That whole... You know, like controlling well, man. The thing that gets me is the guy who plays the lead character. Of course, it's not here. Great. Uh, you go to IMDb. I'll I'll do that. Okay. He was in another. He was in another show just recently called The Following. Right. And basically, you, th- that character in The Following almost resonates the this the perfect guy. Right, Michael Ellie. Right, Ellie. I mean, he's a great actor because he was he was also in that. Um, uh, TV show with um, almost human, Carl, yeah, almost human with Carl Urban, and uh, which again, Fox shafted. Yes, but the the when he was in the following, I mean, basically played that character, the the, the perfect guy, because he had he had a relationship. He worked in an office, you know, he had a family, 
you know, with a wife and two yeah. kids, you know, kind of thing. But then he turns out to be a serial killer. Yeah. And then you're like, you know, and then he's not the, the perfect guy, you know? Right. I mean, it definitely am like, I look, when I saw this trailer, I was just like, wow, I have seen this movie done to death. Now, again, I am all, I mean, I know that there are no original ideas in Hollywood. Yeah. I also know that I am also one of those people who go, even though I know how a story is going to be, uh, I, you know, I'm still interested in see how they pull it off. Mm-hmm. This one I wasn't interested at all because it looks exactly how they pull it off every other time. Like, you know, he becomes the douchebag boyfriend, you know, who's abusive and becomes a complete psycho. So she turns around, goes back to her ex-boyfriend to kind of be like, I need your help. I I don't know. You know, it takes this guy to be a complete horrible person to you before you realize that you might not have had it so bad because this guy didn't pick you up flowers on your birthday. Mm -hmm. You know, so you're like. Oh, I'm so sorry. Maybe I just rushed into things. Maybe we should give ourselves another try. You know, and then all of a sudden, of course, the obsessive guy becomes all super obsessive. And, the, you know, there's always a fight in Susan. And someone winds up dying. Speaking of original ideas, because there was something else I forgot about that oh. this week that I wanted to add real quick. CMT is running a uh, doc- country music television. That's country music television, which wow. I rarely watch, which, which is which is a rarity. Wow, you're really trying for a new demographic, the hillbilly market, aren't you? <laughs> but I saw something that fascinated me because I'm, I'm a fan of um, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm a fan of this guy. My God, this my, guy. My brain just went. He's no. You, know, you ain't gonna think of this guy at all. He's Johnny Cash. Okay, they're doing a. It was called Johnny Cash American Rebel. It's 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 a um, basically a documentary about his life. Okay. And it's not active. It's basically <laughs> people that were involved with him, musicians. It's, it's, it's used clips and real footage to kind of right and his the, life. And then they and they have, like, people that, like, knew him, that performed with him, family members, you know, right. that, that talked about his life. It's not walk the line, which is what you're saying. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, it's not, it's not an, an, a, a biography of this guy's life. Right. And it's like, this is our interpretation of, of Johnny yes. Cash. So you got to actually see more of Johnny Cash. The reason why you, when you said, you know, there's no original ideas was because a lot of his songs were older songs that he would convert into his style of music. Oh, that is that is true. Um, yes, I do know that. Yeah. So, so that was, you know, but the, but I, I love Johnny Cash. Like he was the man he, in black. That's right. Because I always enjoyed his music. There was like you, you some people mock him or whatever, but you listen to his songs and you go, you know what? I can really like empathize or I can really you can have a size with a boy named Sue yes <laughs> <laughs> actually because my name is Sue I changed it to Ed when I legally actually it was Donna <laughs> <laughs> see that's funny on a lot of levels because my mom's name was Donna <laughs> um, but uh, also too like his his cover of Hurt the yeah. Nine Inch Nails song even Trent Reznor was like he does it better like he because he Trenton Redner's had that song heard. Well, that's that's the thing because he was seventy years old when he recorded yes. that song. Yes, and his career was like over, like pretty much, like, yeah, like the mid nineties till he to his death. His career was pretty much over. Yeah. Well, not like towards that he got better again, but well, he no, no, I wouldn't say better, but he got re that song hurt helped revitalize his career a little bit. He got like another dip at the well, yeah. because of that album. But I mean, yeah, he was he was kind of fading in the disc. Well, old, old country star is kind of. Yeah. Do because that's the thing. Like, like his, he would say, like, <coughs> there was a time like he would sell at arenas, you yeah. know, and 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 like 
he was one of those kind of guys. He would do a lot of things. Like he did a lot of his live albums at prisons. Yeah. Because he, he knew his audience. Was Plus, he was a couple times he was in them. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he's only been arrested once. Yeah, well, he killed him. Uh... Because he killed the man in Reno just to watch him die? Because <laughs> <No. laughs> there's a drug charge. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it's a drug charge. Anyway, not important. Not important. But well, it was it was amazing well, to hear that the fact is like, like there was a time that we probably could have rented him for a show. Rented him for a show? Like, yeah, literally, because like he was he was like going from thousands to like hundreds. Yeah. Like, he was like, he ladies and gentlemen, Johnny Cash coming into the <laughs> audience right now. Exactly. He's like, he's like, if if there was three hundred and fifty people in the audience, that was a good like a show, good show for, him. for right. And then and it was a stretch. Now he felt horrible about it because it was like a small crowd. But he would give us all when he performed. Yeah, like he would still do that show. You're there to pay money. You're there to pay me. See me. I'm I'm appreciative. I'm not throwing hissy fits like Justin Bieber on television. Right. I'm not. You know. Sticking out my tongue and showing my ass like Miley Cyrus. Right, and he's there to perform. Because and he and he would do the show. He would he would hell do, of a show. Right, and and that that's what I always appreciate about him because it was like you know and I'm thinking wow you know like I could have had my my wedding you know it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was me John and Cash just want to welcome welcome wish you know congratulations to the bride and groom now here's my boy named Sue. <laughs> God's gonna cut you. <laughs> that's one of my favorite songs yeah i have a couple of his songs on my ipod so but uh yeah i just that was interesting it's been run it's gonna run this week yeah, I mean, so if that, you know everybody has a country music channel everyone has a country music channel <laughs> just no one ever watches it <laughs> if you see if you see that on your on your uh on your guide definitely check what was it the out. name of it it was called johnny cash american rebel oh okay there yeah you go. There you go. johnny cash american rebel check your tv local listings for yes Time near you. It's fascinating. It really is. It's two hours of your life that you'll just be in awe about. All right. Yeah. All right. And uh, we say we take a break, come back, and uh, we'll, we'll talk. Uh, well, I got something for the show. Oh. All right. Wow, you did some work. Yeah, I did, actually, believe it or not. Uh-huh. Back in my day, we used to have to look things up. Not that shit called the internet. Back in my day, you know what the periodical table is? No. That's why. Because stupid computers. Go to a library, no do a digital system. Go look up a book. Go figure it out. <laughs> All right, we're back. And we're back, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. We sure did. <laughs> I was like, hope you enjoyed it. You know what that's it. Screw you guys. We're out. No. Uh yeah. Um there you have it, folks. Uh, yeah. really, there's really not much to say uh, to add, really. There actually was one thing I wanted to add though. I saw today that Moses Malone, the basketball NBA, yeah, passed away. Yes, he did. 60 years old. Wow. I don't know. When I, the article I read earlier today, the um, cause of his death was not disclosed at the moment. So I don't know if, they, if they're going to tell you at a later date or not. Yeah. You know, 60 is kind of young. Yeah. You know, you do the math especially, in your head. Especially as an athlete, you know, you figure they're in better shape. I mean, I know he's in the 60s. Yeah, yeah 60, he was an athlete but... in the 70s. I don't think they were as conditioned as they were. You know. <laughs> I always remember, like, you know, like, Hearing the hockey stories of the seventies, where they would hang out in a bar, you know, like especially the the Flyers, yeah, you know, yeah. they they would they would drink all night and then they would play the next day in a game. They weren't really practicing or you know right. or, <laughs> or doing whatever they needed to do, but they ended up winning the world, you know, of course, the Stanley Cup. Yeah. So yeah, well, <sighs> take it for what it's worth. Yeah. So he will be missed, Moses Malone. Yeah. And I remember saying that to him all the time, Moses. 
Moses has a basketball and he's going to freeze people. He scores. He scores. <laughs> <laughs> Moses parts the court lards for his layup. <laughs> the Ten Commandments of Moses Malone. Catch the ball, dribble the ball, pass the ball, shoot the ball. <laughs> so, yeah. The other six are just hijinks. <laughs> yeah, hijinks. Spin the ball on your finger. Do the hoop to hoop. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, if you enjoyed that shenanigans, you can catch it live on Sunday nights from 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio in those apps. And don't forget to download our podcasts, the, uh, which you probably already have. <laughs> tell your friends. Tell your friends about where to download this, this podcast. It's either at wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes or now Google, you can download your favorite podcast app and search for us on there, and you'll find us there to download and stream. And don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Or follow us on Twitter at Geeksters or Instagram at, at Geeksters Radio. Do we still have an Instagram account? Yes, we do. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> <laughs> do we still have? I well, yes, we do. I've never looked at it, so, and you know. Some I, fascinating pictures on there. You should take it out. Really? Yes. Huh. Maybe I will. <laughs> I'm not into the whole Instagram thing. It just never was. Like, hey, look. Here's it's technology. I mean, okay, let me put it this way. Um, I'm interested in certain things about Instagram. Hey, pretty girl does her modeling stuff on Instagram. I'll look at that. Oh, look, here's a famous person. They posted something on Instagram. I'll look at that. Hey, here's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anybody famous? No. Okay, <laughs> pretty girl. Instagram, I'll follow that. <laughs> you know, look at that. <laughs> I just, you know. We'll to put some pretty girls on there for you. Okay. Put some pictures of Allie Larder in it. Oh, you oh. Wonder, you're wondering why I brought up Allie Larder? Well, you'll find out in part two. Ooh. Is it part two? No, part, part three. Part three. Yeah. Part three. Part three. Yeah. So you got a whole other part to listen to before you get to the Allie Larder bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, actually, it wasn't part two because we talked TV talk in part two, and I bring up Heroes Are Born, <laughs> and there's a whole bunch. You, you bring you. Uh, never mind. Ed, Ed, Ed's confused. You, it all makes sense when you listen to part two. So sit back, relax while you're downloading that, and we'll see you in part two. Oh wait, before you go, um, if you do want to contact Ed on anything that you've seen or heard on our website, Geeksters Radio. Give him a shout-out at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Now we'll see you in part two. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.